This podcast is brought to you by RMA, the Risk Management Association. RMA's sole purpose is to advance the use of sound risk management principles in the financial services industry. Learn more at rmahq.org. Hello, this is Bernie Mason, RMA's Regulatory Liaison. In this podcast, I'd like to cover several recent issuances by the federal banking agencies and the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau published a report assessing the effectiveness of the Bureau's ability to repay and qualified mortgage rule, and a separate report assessing the effectiveness of its mortgage servicing rule. These rules were issued in January of 2013 and became effective in January of 2014. The Dodd-Frank Act requires the Bureau to conduct an assessment of each significant rule or order adopted by the agency and to publish a report of its assessment no later than five years after the effective date of the rule or order. The Bureau said its assessment of the ability to repay and qualified mortgage rule used a range of data sources, including a unique data set the Bureau assembled for this assessment to comprehensively examine the extent to which the rule has affected consumers' access to credit and the cost of credit. Likewise, the Bureau said the assessment of the servicing rule used a range of data, including a unique data set, to thoroughly examine how the rule has affected the experiences and outcomes for consumers, with a particular focus on those who fall behind on mortgage payments. The Bureau said that these reports do not include a cost-benefit analysis of these rules overall or of any specific provisions of the rules, but do address certain matters relating to costs and benefits. The CFPB said it expects the findings in these reports will inform stakeholders, policymakers, and the general public regarding developments in the mortgage market and the effects of these rules on consumers. The assessment report for the ability to repay rule states that at the aggregate market level, the rule does not appear to have materially increased costs or prices. The report states that for high debt to income borrowers, the rule has not decreased access to credit. The assessment report for the mortgage servicing rule concludes that after the rules enactment, loans that became delinquent were less likely to proceed to a foreclosure sale and were more likely to recover from delinquency. The report observes that although servicing costs have increased since 2008, most of the costs occurred before the rule's 2014 effective date. The complete assessment reports can be found on the CFPB's website. Recently, the Federal Reserve Board announced the launch of Consumer and Community Context, an article series featuring original analysis regarding financial conditions and experiences of consumers and communities, including traditionally underserved and economically vulnerable households and neighborhoods. The Federal Reserve said that the goal of this series is to increase public understanding of consumer and community financial concerns. The Federal Reserve stated that this series will be published periodically 
and each issue will have a particular theme. The inaugural issue of consumer and community context covers the theme of student loans and includes articles on the effect that rising student loan debt levels may have on home ownership rates among young adults. Authors contributing to this series are employees of the Federal Reserve Board or the Federal Reserve System. The complete inaugural issue of Consumer and Community Context can be found on the Federal Reserve Board's website. Now, more related to student lending, recently the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation and the Federal Reserve Board jointly provided an advisory on voluntary private education loan rehabilitation programs in order to make financial institutions aware of an amendment to Section 623 of the Fair Credit Reporting Act. This amendment was contained in Section 602 of the Economic Growth Regulatory Relief and Consumer Protection Act. The amendment gives consumers the opportunity to rehabilitate a private education loan with a previously reported default under certain conditions. The advisory states that institutions that choose to establish a private education loan rehabilitation program under this amendment that satisfies the statutory requirements, including written approval of the terms and conditions from their federal regulatory agency, are entitled to a safe harbor from potential claims under the Fair Credit Reporting Act related to removal of the reported default. The advisory explains that consumers may request that a financial institution remove a reported default regarding a private education loan. However, institutions are not required to offer a Section 502 program. The advisory also points out that an existing or a future private education loan rehabilitation program will not be considered a Section 602 program unless an institution designates it as such and it meets the statutory requirements of Section 602. This complete advisory can be found either on the FDIC's or the Federal Reserve Board's respective websites. Thank you very much for listening.